Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about a new concept that I flatteringly call the gentleman eunuch and uh, what that means about how men act and how it goes against what they really want and all sorts of stuff. Before we get into that, please do click on subscribe so that you can access, I think, now 81 episodes, most recently about your wife and the kids and her full potential of giving you love can be assessed by seeing how she loves the children. So moving on, um, I recently did a post about this, and it's anyone's guess what's going to come out first, that or this, because everything's scheduled out in advance, and I'm not a math wizard. Um, but <laughs> but uh, the gentleman eunuch is the idea, what other people call the nice guy. I don't like calling men a nice guy in a pejorative way, because as I've discussed in previous podcasts and posts and everywhere, women like nice guys when they're actually nice, when they're not just faking nice so that they can get a woman because that's not nice anymore. So see, the actual nice guy is nice. He's a kind, ethical person. He has traits of agreeableness. Agreeableness is a big five personality trait and it concords with self-reports of happier marriages because people that can roll with shit and aren't like always nitpicking and demanding and critical are happier people and they're easier to get along with. So agreeableness doesn't mean being a wimp or a pushover. It's just a guy who is pleasant. You know, like like friends that you like, like they're pleasant. So the nice guy is actually a good thing. But the gentleman eunuch is a guy who masquerades as having no sexuality because he was trained in childhood that women hate sexuality. So usually these guys, in addition to having preoccupied attachment, which you have multiple podcasts that you can reference on men with preoccupied attachment, in addition to that, they also were usually raised in a very sex-negative climate either a super religious climate or by a mother who hates men and frequently has a good reason. So like a mother who's had a sexual abuse history, you know, or who herself is in an abusive marriage. Women like that, if they've ever had sex used as a weapon against them and they have a son, their primary job, understandably from their perspective, would be training their son not to be a sexual predator. But they often go too far in this direction and instead shame a man or a boy when she is with him for healthy developing sexuality and basically saying never treat a woman like a whore and never just use a woman for her body and always be nice and don't be all about sex, don't be an animal, don't be, you know, like basically a predator. And since boys are not, they don't come out of the womb being a predator, this is, especially if it's a sensitive boy, he's going to take this way to heart and start assuming that no woman likes any evidence of sexuality at all. And if he wants to uh, be with a woman and most men do, you know, most straight men want to be with a woman, then he's going to have to hide any evidence of his sexuality. So that's where the gentleman eunuch idea comes in. So right from the beginning of dating app uh, messaging, which is mostly where people meet people nowadays, or in the first exchanges, the guy, the gentleman eunuch guy, he just doesn't, he never talks about sex. He doesn't talk about sex. He doesn't talk about her body. He doesn't want to get, even get close enough to talking about her body that he would even say that she's attractive. And if he does, he would say something like, um, oh, I love your blue eyes. But 
but like not even probably that would even feel a little bit predatory to him and a little bit like he could be perceived as a creep or or something bad and then when the guy gets to the to the date in person he also makes sure that he doesn't touch her at all that he keeps everything really in the realm of friends and it's not even friends though as I talked about in my post it's like Joe from you it's like a guy who like figures everything out about you from any clues in a dating profile there's loads of clues or from whatever you're wearing or you talk about or or whoever he knows you through like figures out everything about the woman asks only about that stuff makes himself super appealing he thinks because he's going to be like everything that she wants you know like if she likes sports he likes sports if she likes music he likes music and the same kind of music and um if sometimes like he may like you know be a little bit clever or contradictory on on certain things and say that he doesn't like some one thing that she likes or something but generally he makes himself seem like the super best catch in the world and even better he doesn't mention sex ever so in his mind she can't put him in the bucket of these like douchebag bro guys who are like creepy and only want sex and what he in fact is doing I mean, and and the the irony is, of course, those guys who he uses that as a monolith that doesn't exist. But in his mind, he's like he's he's working counter to like these like asshole guys that only want sex, but he wants sex as much as them. So usually these guys compartmentalize and their sex life is alone using porn. And then with women, they are just this complete chivalrous gentleman that never pushes, never even talks about sex, rarely talks about their body, nothing. Waits as long as they want, stays forever. So, you know, without having sex. So who is going to be attracted to these guys and marry them? Two kinds of women, either women that don't like sex at all, who are going to be very happy and relieved to finally have met somebody that doesn't want sex. Good, great. And or women who have trauma history and are very scared of sex and have a lot of trust issues. They are also happy to get this off the plate and not have to worry about a man pushing for sex in any way by any evidence of sexuality at all. Or a woman who's not that into you. And really frequently not that into anybody. So an avoidant attachment woman, and you can refer back to the Avoidant Wives podcast, somebody who doesn't really want very much intimacy at all, not sexual, not emotional, nothing. And But you are a nice guy. And so you're selling yourself, or quote, nice guy, that's how you come off. So the gentleman, gentleman eunuch is selling himself as somebody who would be ideal to mate with and raise a family with if that was your only priority. So the woman is like, well... She doesn't articulate this because it's it's below the level of conscious thought, but I don't personally get a lot out of close relationships in the woman's mind, she's saying, but I do want to raise a family, and it seems like that's what this guy wants too. You know, he's not even pressuring me for sex. He barely seems sexual. So this is, this. finally, I meet a guy on the same page as me, right? And we can have like a very kind of, profitable union you know in terms of being on the same page and he's real smart he likes my jokes I like his jokes we have the same hobbies you know because he created those or maybe you just happen to and uh, so this is going to work out good thing neither of us is into any of that mushy gushy sexy stuff of romance sex anything of course the gentleman eunuch is has this fantasy that after the wedding 
Or later in life, when he gains his confidence, he starts to develop the fantasy that at some juncture, the, the, the couple will come together sexually. And the woman will, now that he's proven himself for so many years to not be in it for sex, now she's going to reward him with sex. But the woman that wants to have sex isn't going to wait that long to have sex. She's going to want to have sex right away. But you are basically editing out finding those women if you do not come forward in the beginning with a sexual persona. So then some guys who are like this will be listening to this and be like, but you can't just say you like a woman's body. You can't just say like you look hot in your pictures because that's like what a creep would say. And she's just going to block me and think I'm gross. That is not true. I mean, it's just really not true. I've been on dating apps. Like if you are trying to look good in your dating app and you're a person who enjoys sex and is not scared of physicality, you're putting out your best pictures. You want somebody to say you look hot, you look beautiful. Beautiful. You look amazing in that dress, in that picture, you know, and on a first date, you would also be wanting somebody to say, wow, you look great, even better than your pictures, you know, like, I didn't think that was possible. You look even better. And if you think that sounds like smarmy and crazy and whatever, only say it, of course, if you mean it. But plenty of guys, the tragedy is they'll be totally swept away by a woman's looks and be so attracted to her, but they're trained from their upbringing not to do anything, not to say anything. And of course, there's a sociological component to this as well. The Me Too movement, etc., made every man more trepidatious about expressing any sort of sexual feeling at all. But the, the victims of that scenario are the men who were barely able to express it in the first place. So the men who are like, you know, true sociopaths and like, you know, go through women sleeping with them, not giving a shit, you know, being complete, you know, assholes. Those men are cut down to size by today's zeitgeist. That's great. But then the guys who could barely get out a compliment and at, at their, you know, most courageous moment, those guys now are like totally mute. Uh, and if they were raised by a parent who is very anti-sex and they saw no sex at home or evidence thereof, not that you're supposed to see your parents have sex, but a romantic, intimate relationship that you get little glimpses of that assures you that adult sexuality is normal and healthy. If you didn't see that and you were explicitly told not to act like a predator or implicitly told, then those guys in this, in today's sociological, you know, milieu are absolutely mute and never say anything about a body, never say anything even about barely about a girl being pretty and have just completely desexualized themselves, which is why I say eunuch, right? And of course, some of these gentlemen eunuchs are actually like super sexual beings and their their greatest fantasy is to be with a woman who accepts them sexually and has an adventurous and loving, open sex life with them. But they can't get there because they're editing those women out. Those women don't want to get like a, a message on a dating app that's only about their hobbies. That shit is boring. Like, if you know, like, and you know what I mean, if you're the one who does this, like, where you comb through the woman's profile, oh, okay, so she liked, um, you know, uh, the Sopranos, so I'm going to have a Sopranos joke, and now I'm going to, you know what, just for the hell of it, I'm going to go back and watch the Sopranos again, so that I can have something else pithy to say about the Sopranos. Meanwhile, like, you're, like, stunned by how beautiful she is in the pictures, and you never mention it, because you don't want to be that guy. Meanwhile, wouldn't she be attracted to that guy if she's into the Sopranos? But I digress. 
But so my point is that if you're terrified to say anything or do anything, so like if you're saying, okay, I'm not going to ask to, yeah, I'm not going to try to kiss a girl on the first date because I don't want her to think I'm an asshole. I don't want her to think I'm just in it for sex. So then that goes to, I'm never going to ask her to come back to my uh, place. I'm never going to touch her on the leg or, or on the, put my arm around her. I'm never going to do anything. Basically what you're saying is I am making myself only attractive and appealing to women who don't like sex because I am completely unicifying myself, if that's a word. And the women that would be more into sex would be like, why didn't that guy even kiss me? Like he must just not really be into me or into like, hooking up at all you know and that and those women would become uninterested or just become friends so you're kind of friend zoning yourself because you're not making it a a a real flirtatious atmosphere instead it's just this kind of like cerebrally flirtatious atmosphere in which you act very clever or funny or something but not like a sexual entity and then, of course, as I've said, the only women that remain are women who are very relieved that this is the case, that uh, to be with a guy who doesn't seem to like sex. So then you're selling yourself as a guy who doesn't like sex. And later on, some of these men who have no introspective um, capacity because they've not gone into therapy yet or, or maybe never will um, or not really thought about things, they say that the woman bait and switch them because they had sex like, you know, a few like times in this tepid way during the courtship and then it totally dropped off after marriage and kids, right? But the reality is the man himself did not seem to prize sex very much, never really discussed it as, as a variable that was important to him, didn't try to expand their the boundaries of their sex life in any way or be some sort of engine toward a more adventurous sex life. So really, yeah, in the beginning, her hormones were raging. And so, you know, it was fine to do it a couple times, you know, or, or whatever, once a week. But then like when the honeymoon stage went away, she thought that, okay, now we're at what we kind of both signed up for, which is this kind of desexualized union where we are a little daycare, basically, of raising kids and a business of, you know, collaborating on financial matters and whatnot. So it isn't just though, in that case, the woman did not do a bait and switch. The man did a bait and switch by presenting the gentleman eunuch and then later on saying, here I am, some guy who wants to have sex. Did you know that I've always had this interest in BDSM or whatever? And she's like, what? Like, through our whole courtship, you barely told me I was hot. Like, what? You know, and and it's a point. <laughs> it's really a point. And it's a point that, you know, to their credit, many men who go back through the history of their relationship can recognize. You know, they could be like, wow, I really did not lead with my sexuality. I was trained not to. And you know what? It's kind of no wonder that I ended up with somebody who doesn't like sex. Because I could have told early on. I just didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the self-esteem to think that I could present as a sexual entity and still get the girl. I thought that the only way to get like a high quality woman or to even get any woman at all was to present as somebody who would be no bother. And I was trained at home to think that sex bothers women. 
So I didn't want to be a bother. I didn't want to push. I didn't want to do anything outside her comfort zone. So look, I, I, I really made my bed. And it doesn't mean like you have to now lie in it forever at all. But no matter what you want to do with your relationship, as I frequently say, it's so integral to uh, developing empathy and um, understanding. It's, it's integral to go back and do kind of a postmortem of the story of how you met and think about how you really sold yourself, not just how they sold theirs, themselves. It's so intellectually lazy, really, to blame everything on the partner and not to say, how was I presenting myself early on? that was not concordant with how I feel now and it may not have been your fault you may have really been a guy with such low self-esteem that thought that if I can get married at all especially to this attractive woman I don't give a shit about how much sex we have honestly uh, I don't care I'll be happy for what I get and then in your 40s you have more confidence you know you've done better in your career you've done more reading more introspection and you're like I only get one life I don't want to live it with somebody who doesn't want to touch me but that means that you've changed it's not just it's not them really it's really sometimes not even them at all but it's certainly not only them that's the problem so if this is the situation so if this resonates with you it's something to introspect about to talk with your therapist about if you have one you know and it, it's it's a different um frame to think was I so scared of mentioning sex of kissing a woman of saying come back to my place like some guys they're like is so into being this like gentleman that they'll stop kissing the girl you know she'll be kissing them making out with them and they'll stop and be like because uh, in their mind, it's some kind of movie thing, some sort of cinematic moment where they're proven to be the prince, you know, the real, true, nice guy. And they'll say, oh, I, I think we should wait or something, you know, like, oh, we shouldn't do this yet. That This isn't the only reason I like you. Well, man, she didn't think it was till you said it. So there's plenty of men that actually like sabotage their chances with more sexual women because they do things like that. Because if you're a woman with a high sex drive and you're feeling good and you went on a date with a guy and you're making out and you're like over, you know, you're not like, you know, 17 years old and you're like, you know, a woman who's been out in the world and you're making out with some guy and he doesn't try to escalate it, you're going to think, why? Like, why didn't he try to do that? Oh, I know why. He just must not be that into sex. And then the, the tragedy, you know, the Shakespearean tragedy of this is the dude is so into sex. <laughs> but he's just thinking that he's never going to get to have sex with you ever unless he acts in this like nice guy trope, this gentleman eunuch now. But then the only women who are going to stay around and be interested are self-selected, the women with low sex drives. So you see how this truly um, manifests into um, this sabotage of, of your deep core sexual self. You're being disingenuous by putting on the, the cloak of this nice gentleman eunuch guy and in reality you are being disingenuous and you are selling your sexual self up river and you're throwing it under the bus and whatever other cliche I can say you're just not being like 
You're not being kind to yourself because you're getting rid of the possibility of being with the type of woman that is compatible with you. And instead, you are acting as though you're something you're not. So then you're going to get somebody that isn't compatible with you. They're only compatible with the persona. And then you're setting yourself up to be miserable later. So if you are single and you find yourself, so post-divorce or whatever, you find yourself adopting this persona, get rid of it immediately unless you really are done with sex and you don't like sex and then I don't really know why you'd be listening to this podcast. But if you're a guy who likes sex, yes, you should lead with that right away. Yes, you should right away be like, you're so beautiful. Wow, you look awesome. You look so hot in that dress and that picture or whatever. And yes, you should be trying to kiss on the first date. You should be trying to go home with them as soon as they will. Of course, they don't have to say yes to you right away. She could say no. Like, remember, women can say no. I mean, like, but the guys that I'm addressing here don't have to be told that, you know, like they're, they, they think the woman saying no when she's saying yes, like the opposite. So yes, you should be trying to kiss a woman. She knows how to say no. If you want to ask, can I kiss you? Because we're in this day and age where that's supposed to be done, apparently, then ask, can I kiss you? It's better than just offering like a hug. A hug is the end of romance. I mean, unless you're dating, then you can hug as much as you want. <laughs> but like, if you you're going to hug instead of kiss or like worse, you're going to like, I don't, I don't even know what's worse. Do people shake hands? I mean, that would really be the end of, of romance. But yes, you should try to kiss. You should try to escalate. You should try to touch. You should make comments that are flattering about the woman's physicality. And if she's turned off by a compliment about her body, then she is not going to be big into physicality. And because her physical body is then something she doesn't want to hear about. <laughs> so it's, it's like saying like, I want to date a woman who very much uh, values intelligence. But if I say something to her about, wow, it's like really amazing. You graduated summa cum laude from Harvard. She's like, well, that's some bullshit. <laughs> you know, like you would be like, what? Like, I, you know, I, I thought we were like, you know, both on the same page with that that would be impressive. So you want a woman that would welcome and, and reciprocate with a comment about your looks. Ideally, you know, that would be great. All right. Well, hopefully this was interesting to you guys. And um, do check out the post if it's up I'll link it and if it's not just wait for it with bated breath on the Dr. Psych Mom website and I'll talk to y'all soon have a great day